0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, it's Ron Johnson, and this is Locked On Sports Minnesota's Friday Roundtable. This is the Locked On Podcast Network. And of course, we got Julia Daniels, Reggie Wilson, both from Care 11, and Sam Ekstrom, the producer that does it all. We've been talking about Reggie's trip to Atlanta and just the awesome uh, ben Stadium food we talked about Julia and her cat and the fact that her microphone uh, was up to some hijinks but with all that said we got to get locked in there's a lot of sports this weekend in the next week or two some great stuff going on but Sam let's get locked in on the show what you got for
1: us Vikings Broncos Sunday night football who are the x-factors can the Vikings win a sixth straight we'll tell you about that
2: Outside of our Minnesota sports world, we're going to talk about what other games we're locked into
1: this
3: weekend. Sorry, Ron. It's over. Timberwolves are no longer going to the Super Bowl. Lost the game. Wow. Wow.
0: I'm not going to lie. I did say the Timberwolves would lose that one, I think, when we did our uh, basketball party. So I was already prepared for that loss. They still got some left in the tank. I think they're still going to the Super Bowl of basketball. But people – 2000, the Big Ten Network, I saw the Big Ten football conference. Everybody's been tweeting this video out of uh, the Minnesota Gophers beating Ohio State back in 2000. Hasn't happened since. Before that, hadn't happened since like 1951. Can the Gophers make history again? Can they pull off the upset? Can they stop Maserati Marv? I don't know. But whatever kind of gas you put into a Maserati to screw it up, I hope the Gophers have it. But we'll talk about that and much more right around the corner. But I I want everybody to know, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. That's $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 Moneyline bet, that's $150 if your team wins. Just visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on to get started. Well, Sam, Broncos, Vikings, tell us what you got.
1: All right, guys, the Vikings are catching the Broncos at the wrong time. Sometimes you get a team perfectly when they're struggling, they're injured. I think that's the opposite here with Denver. Denver is on a roll. Denver is healthier than Minnesota. The Vikings are banged up. And this makes for, I think, a much tougher game than it looked about one month ago. The Vikings do not have Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks is out for at least four weeks. Ivan Pace, undrafted rookie has green dot duties on Sunday night football. That's as big an X factor as I can think of. I don't know if Anthony Barr gets activated for this week. I'm going to hold off on saying it's Anthony Barr. I think it's Ivan Pace. Ivan Pace has been phenomenal this year, but he's never been in this exact position where he's got to engineer the defense, he's got to relay the signals, and now he's got the biggest responsibility at that position group. Um, I love the way he plays. He makes uh, a tackle every game where he inexplicably gets around a double team somehow and hits a guy. He's really fun to watch, and I'm going to be watching him like crazy. And he might be someone that's tasked with containing Russell Wilson, too, who's a classic scrambler running around in the pocket. Ivan Pace might be a spy in some cases. So I'm watching number 40 for the purple on Sunday night. Julia.
2: All right. I think the the beauty of the Vikings right now is that anyone can be the X factor, right? If, we, if we've seen in the last few games, I think the easy answer is Josh Dobbs. Everyone's rooting for the guy right now with what he's done the past 2 weeks. But I would say the X factor for the Vikings on Sunday night goes back to the sideline in Kevin O'Connell. I think mm. he's had a year and a half with Kirk Cousins who's not a mobile quarterback. They've kind of gotten into their system. And in the past 2 weeks alone, we've only scratched the surface of what his offensive brain is and the adventurous side of him that we haven't gotten to see before. So I think Kevin O'Connell's play calling what they're working. I mean, we saw it last week, the wildcat with Ty Chandler, something that we hadn't even, you know, it didn't have a lot to do whether Kirk was quarterback or Josh, quarterback, whatever, but it was just the adventurous side and the willing to go outside of the lines and outside of the system that he had worked on for a year and a half with Kirk at quarterback and at the helm of that offense. I think the X factor on Sunday night is, is Kevin O'Connell's offensive brain and, and how far he's willing to go outside of the lines on Sunday night. So it's going to be really exciting, I think. And I think the best is yet to come, especially now that he has a mobile quarterback and he's willing to kind of adventure out what he's uh, known so far as a head
0: coach. Ready.
3: Yeah, the possibilities are are limitless, right? You know, that type of offense has not seen a quarterback mobile like this before. You know, even going back to KO's days in Washington. And then, you know, you look at the Rams offense, Jared Goff when Sean McVay first got there. Not necessarily a mobile guy. And so I think it's it's been interesting. It's funny too. Like you see him, he was mic'd up on Sunday and when Dobbs pulled that run out of his hat for the touchdown, he just – he couldn't even do anything. He was just like, I don't know. What what just <laughs> happened? I don't even know. I I think Dobbs even makes, like, his offense look even more like he's a genius. And so um, it, it's going to be interesting, though. I think if, if you would have told me, like, three weeks ago, you know, coming into this matchup, I would say, oh, yeah, I, I definitely give the Vikings the edge. But – now with the Broncos playing well, you know, these last few weeks, Sean Payton, you know, still like, hey, look, we're still not who we think we are. You know, it's just we've gotten these wins. And, you know, call that that Monday Nighter, luck or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, they're playing some good football right now. And I feel like maybe it's just because this is my third season covering the Vikings. Like, I feel like, dang, like. When is the other shoe going to drop? Like last year, the other shoe dropped when they got to the playoffs, and that game against the Giants was just terrible. You know, I believe that if Kevin O'Connell coaches this team to the playoffs, that he should be the leading candidate for NFL Coach of the Year because this is just – this would just be an incredible job that he's done. But it's just weird. It's like, you know, Josh Dobbs was a journeyman up until this point, and I do understand, like, sometimes – the change of scenery and just the right marriage works. You look at what happened with Geno Smith in Seattle. That's just working now. And maybe that's the thing with Dobbs. You know, he's gotten to the right system with the right team and it's just working. But I think, you know, he was a backup journeyman for a reason. And you're just like, okay, when when does the excitement stop? I think everybody's just kind of riding the wave. So I'm excited to see what primetime Josh Dobbs looks like. And and I think, you know, he's going to be an X factor. I do think the run game, Ty Chandler, I think he's a he's an X factor. And also now with with Jordan Hicks being out, you mentioned, Sam, like, what are we going to see from Brian Asamoah? Like, this has been such a weird season for him. I'm not -hmm. sure if he's even going to play with the injury he's nursing. He's kind of been nursing injuries like all year. So I'm just interested to see. I feel like this was supposed to be like his year to shine and step up and. We just really haven't seen that from him. He's He's been kind of relegated to special teams, too, when he has been playing. So kind of weird seeing a premium pick like that not really impact as you think he should.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with Sam <clears throat> on one thing. The Vikings, this is the worst time to get the Denver Broncos, and here's why. Second down, the defense in weeks one through six had given up seven yards per play on second down, which was the worst in the NFL. On third down, they had given up five point six yards. Now, if people are like, "Oh, they got better on third down," yeah, because that's because they were it was like third and one, third and two. So you don't have to go for big yards. Uh, but that was still twenty third in the NFL when you look at the, the the average of where they were. They were in the bottom half of the league. Fast forward to the weeks seven and nine, their game seven through nine, four point nine yards per play on second down and three point six yards on third down. They got absolutely better on second and third down week seven through nine and they played good teams so don't try to say like oh well they played worse." cup no they played some good teams and got some w's out of it we know mr unlimited you know when he wants to try to help out and uh slow the game down a little bit and keep his team on the field so here's my x factor ty chandler ty chandler has to be able to run the ball one to keep the defense on the field for the broncos tire them out the way they were getting their butts kicked earlier in the season you saw james cook with the buffalo bills go for 109 yards on 12 carries that's explosives people 12 carries 109 yards uh other than the fumble to start so hopefully ty chandler doesn't have that um but i think ty Chandler is the x factor for the vikings because y- you we know what josh jobs can do we know what jordan Addison and and, and tj hogginson can do but Without the run game, those linebackers don't get sucked up in the play, play action. And I think that's where the Broncos have been gotten beat the most. Uh, when you think about the Travis Kelsey, the first Travis Kelsey game versus the Chiefs uh, when they lost. Travis Kelsey went off, I think, 134 yards in the middle of the field was wide open. But why? Because you have a running back uh, in Pacheco who is going to hold, you know, hold those linebackers to kind of say, oh, we, we got to respect the run a little bit. I don't think people were respecting the Vikings run but they have to now one Josh Dobbs can run, two we know Ty Chandler can run the ball, he's explosive and so then that gives TJ Hockenson but Ty Chandler is my X factor for this game. Uh when you think about the fan duel locks as well cuz you can you can look at the runs, you can look at the points. Uh this is one of those games where weeks 1 through 6 everybody checked it off as a Broncos loss. I even checked off the Bills game as a Broncos loss and they won that game. And I apologize. I apologize not to Russell Wilson, not to Sean Payton, but to those people that I I, I said bet on it because they're going to lose. <laughs> I apologize to you people. Um, but let's get some FanDuel locks in here. Start with you, Julia. What's your lock for this game?
2: My lock for this game is the last touchdown scorer, Josh mm-hmm. Dobbs plus 1,000. The
1: um last, last touchdown. touchdown. Oh, yeah, last oh. touchdown
2: score. I think uh we'll see a little, you know, Kevin O'Connell talked about how they were too conservative in the second half of this last game. I think we're gonna see the offense have a have a better consistency of aggressiveness uh across all four quarters this week. And that being said, I think uh it would be a pretty good bet to put on Josh Dobbs to get get it done right there at the end.
3: Mm, Reggie. Mr. Un. Limited. I love how you you put that in there. Um, I, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh, first touchdown scorer uh, plus a thousand. Josh Dobbs. Mm.
1: Sam. So Julia's got last touchdown scorer Dobbs. Reggie's got first touchdown scorer Dobbs. Oh yeah. I also have a first touchdown scorer, but there's there's no better time than right now for me to tell you about the promotion going on at Fanduel. So let's do that first. Right now at FanDuel, you can get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets straight to your bank account when you win a five dollar money line bet. Now, I'm not I'm not saying this is an absolute, but if you bet the Buckeyes against the Gophers at minus forty five hundred, you can win like two cents and get one hundred and fifty dollars in your account. So that might be a wise way to go about it. Not saying the Gophers are going to lose, but the Gophers are going to lose. Um, you can get 150 free dollars, and then you can bet the, the player props, the spreads, the over-unders, the future bets, NBA, NHL, college football, college basketball now as well. So many options at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, and the wonderful FanDuel Sportsbook app. Check it out today. Bet five on the money line. Get 150 for new customers. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL.
4: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. And now I will tell you my much
1: awaited FanDuel lock. It's going to be first touchdown scorer Jalen Naylor. Who was overlooked last week. Naylor got wide receiver two reps. He got 67 snaps in that game. I know they get KJ Osborne back, so he's probably knocked down to wide receiver three. But wide receiver three is going to be on the field plenty. I think that Jalen Naylor was overlooked against the Saints. He won't be against the Broncos. The attention's back on Osborne. It's back on Addison. I think Naylor, they call him speedy. He's going to sneak down the sideline for a touchdown. Jalen Naylor.
3: He's got some juice, Sam. That one he was great he all had, summer and then got hurt. Yeah, it's been tough, but Kevin O'Connell's been like ran and raving about him like all yeah. off season, Speed. still into the season as well. So that's his guy, Speed.
0: Well, I'm gonna get a little dangerous with mine. Um, you all threw out some great names, and so I'm gonna just take them all and I'm gonna throw it into a same game parlay. You know, I love the same game parlays, people. Uh, for those looking for it, it's the SGP on the app. Just jump on the app. Uh, hit the SG, uh, SGP, you can get, and here's where I'm going to go with this one. I think this is going to be a, a, a weaponry of scoring type of night. TJ Hawkinson, anytime touchdown score. Josh Dobbs, anytime touchdown score. And Ty Chandler, anytime touchdown score. You bet 100 bucks, people, that's going to get you. Or if you bet $10, bucks, let us just go 10 on this. $280.95 plus $2,800 for those three guys to be anytime touchdown scores. If you go back to the history of the Broncos and who they gave touchdowns up to, it's all of those guys. Ty Chandler's may or may not come on the ground. I think his might come on a big time screen because they are success uh, susceptible? Yeah, susceptible to the tight end screen, double screen to the running back. So they run a split screen. Give it to Ty Chandler. Let's see that speed at work in the open field. Um, or it could just be a, a Wildcat because we know Ty Chandler has been using the Wildcat. Now, Ty Chandler might throw a touchdown to Josh Dobbs. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Kevin O'Connell didn't have that cooking up to see. Like, when I when I motion Josh Dobbs, does, do they respect my quarterback out there in the slot? If not, throw the bubble to the quarterback. So, I mean, you gave Kevin O'Connell. I, I, I'm a big A-team fan. I don't know if you guys ever watched the A-team uh the new version though with rampage jackson as uh as mr t and uh the one thing i love about hannibal is he says you give me a day i'm good you give me six months i'm unbeatable and you give kevin o'connell three weeks i think this offense is unbeatable now with these weapons he has and so that's why those are your three anytime scores plus 2800 well, Ryan, you gotta be careful, man, because uh
3: you're talking about Josh Dobbs catching passes. Uh, you know, Kareem Jackson looms. You've seen what he's done this season, so be careful with that one. You that's don't want him going across the middle and, and Kareem no, just, Jackson just boom, and then it's it's down to Jaron Hall
0: and Nick Mullins. That's why you just run the bubble screen, you just run it to the to the or you run like what's the Philly special, so it's only a pass to the end zone. He can't get hit well he could get hit i don't know if you guys saw the boston college targeting that was absolutely oh hilarious from the back end funniest targeted i've ever seen it's not funny but it's funny like that dude took two feet and leaped and put his head first like a like a dolphin get jumping out the water and then it was like wait what me i did that like i i'm i'm that's not target like dude that was targeted so josh dobbs don't go across the middle uh please take reggie's advice just run like a bubble run like a fade route or something because we want to see if the pastronaut – i don't even know the word to go with catch an astronaut. It's a receptionist. Oh
1: Receptionaut.
0: no,
3: Sam! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Hey, one one real quick thing though too. Um, Dobbs Dobbs has not really played. I mean, I feel like last week he got Marshawn Lattimore, but he wasn't a hundred percent, and then he went out. Him trying to find his guys with with Pat Sertan, who's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Like I'm interested to see. I'm yeah, okay. I'm interested to see um what that looks like, how he matches up against Addison and the the matchups that they try to take advantage of because Pat Sertan is is legit, you know, C B one. And so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing that that chess match and how they try to get Addison off of him at times. And, you know, not really sure if JJ is gonna play on Sunday. Um, Here's look the out thing. for
1: Jaquan McMillan, too. Jaquan McMillan's having a career year in Denver. They've got a really good secondary with him and Sertan. Really tough.
0: And, Reggie, that's a great point. The thing, if you notice in the game, uh, Kevin O'Connell, on most of his third downs, ran short motion, whether it was Hawkinson, Addison. Uh, he kind of motioned guys in and out of the bunch just to help Josh Dobbs see the coverage. Uh, on one of the motions, uh Addison was wide open on the shallow route and he still went to Hawkinson on the on the uh, choice route but I think that's going to be part of it too he's going to do a lot of that motion and move in to see like hey if you guys are a man I'm going to run some cross stuff to get Sertan to not be able to press my guy and he's going to have to chase so yeah this is going to be a great chess match between Sean Payton and Kevin O'Connell uh wondering if he'll do the skull chant this time um, or we'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what kind of drama comes up out of this. I'm pretty sure they're gonna show some type of Sean Payton skull chant on TV to say the last time Sean Payton, ah who knows? You never know with this thing. Uh the Rudolph push off. they they might show some old New Orleans Saints stuff, but we gotta jump into um <sighs> I don't wanna I don't even want to get into this one, but we gotta do it, people. We gotta jump into Ohio State versus the Gophers. I'm not gonna waste too much time on this. I'm just going to start it off and say the Gophers' percent percent chance to upset Ohio, and I'm going to be honest, it's like 5% chance. I, I hate to say it. It's a 5% chance, but that's why taking the long bet it's so worth it. It's a 5% chance they beat them. I'm pretty sure there's been odds like that about number one teams being knocked off. Appalachian State beating Michigan. Uh, we've seen this happen before, uh, but they have a 5% chance. Uh, Maserati Marv is clearly a Heisman Trophy candidate. They're trying to get him the Heisman. So I am praying uh, for the Gophers defensive backs because this is a Heisman candidate uh, campaign. Now the Belitnikoff is his. Now it's time for the Heisman. And that's why games like this, is it, it can get real scary real fast. Like, And I just hope, that the Gophers defense understands. Keep Marv out of this game, and maybe you have a chance. Uh, and then on offense, you can't get into a shootout. You have to be efficient every single time. You can't expect to, if you punt three times, you're going to lose. I hate to say it against Ohio State. That's that's the clip in which they score. So I'm just not giving them a, a huge chance. In, in order to not get embarrassed, I know that was the second part of Sam's question. In order to not get embarrassed, the Gophers just have to look uh, competent. Like look like you're a college football team. Put something on film. Make it close down to the end. If if guys remember back to Ohio State coming here, Mo Ibrahim, they almost beat Ohio State then. Mo Ibrahim tears his Achilles, and then the, the Ohio State starts to run away with the game. But before Mo got hurt, he was having a great first half, uh, and they were they were actually on pace to win that game. And then Mo gets hurt, so. I don't know which running backs are going to play. Injury right now is crazy. I know that whole Darius Taylor thing. People are saying, okay, this might be a sit out because now we can redshirt you because you've only played four games. Uh, the Cody Lindenberg piece as well being hurt. Uh, if he sits out, now he can just play one or two games because bowl games don't count, and then he can, you know, get a medical redshirt because he's only played, you know, he's played less than four games. So I don't really know who's going to play in this one, but I will say, just look competent, and then you won't get embarrassed. Um, let's jump to you, Reggie.
3: I feel like it's about to be Mortal Kombat. Ohio State wins. Flawless victory. Or, or fatality. (laughs) It's gonna be, it's gonna be like, oh man. They're gonna get down into the, like, as soon as the ball is snapped, all you're gonna hear is the dude saying, finish him. And then it's just gonna be just, yeah, I just don't – I don't see anything good happening from this. And also, Ryan, you're hilarious, okay? You are hilarious talking about they were on pace to beat Ohio <laughs> State in that game. No, they were not. They no, they were not. They if ran Mo into got Williams <laughs> and, and uh, Mayan, who's not playing because he's – I, I covered Mayan in, uh, in high school. Um he's not playing. He he's out for the season with an with an injury. So it'll pro- probably be a lot of uh Trey Henderson. But yeah, Ohio stages has a lot and, and also they probably feel disrespected that they dropped without you know, losing or anything like that. I mean Gophers the,
0: went a halftime up 14 to 10, though. Like we thought we had it. We had nah, it. And then Mo nah. got hurt, and then they had a 21 point third quarter. And hey, that's oh, a different. No, story. Baby. What are you doing?
3: <laughs> no, that, that was not that nope. 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 Yep. That that's how they that's why they play two halves, Ron. But uh, you know, good 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 time though in that first half. <laughs> yeah. But uh <laughs> first half victory. Yes. Bet it on FanDuel. Bet that on FanDuel. There you go. Stop it. Stop the stop the count. But no, uh, I, I think I think it's gonna be um just a, a a bloodbath out there. And I'm I'm just I'm praying for the gophers for their, their health and well-being and you know that everybody just comes out. I just want the gophers to go out there and have a good time.
0: Um <laughs> I will say the over-under on FanDuel is 49 and a half. It's definitely going to hit over on that Mm. one. Uh, it might, and it's probably going to be one team with the over 49, but but 49 and a half over under 27 and a half point dogs for the Gophers. Um, I might jump into the same game, parlay Ohio. I might just drive to Iowa this afternoon. I might do that, Ron. If you you do the
1: five dollar money line on Ohio State to get the free money, would would pay 11 cents. I calculated (laughs) 11 cents if you bet minus. 4,500. I think this is a good opportunity for the sake oh. of viral content. And we all make a promise. If the Gophers win this game, what will we do on next week's show? I will start. I'm willing to sing with all my heart and bellow it out. The Gophers rouser on yes. this show next week. If they win this football game, I will get in Gophers gear. I will put on a serious face and I will sing it from the top of my lungs if they win this football game. Would anyone else like to stake something on a gopher's victory?
3: I will pay Ron
0: Johnson $5 in Monopoly money. (laughs) Bold. Very bold. I got my my lighter out. I will be in here smoking a cigar if they win this one with the champagne. I'm having mimosas. We should all have mimosas early on the show. Friday mimosas. Friday morning mimosas. Yep. uh, I love it. With a little early morning cigar. You know, I'm I've I'm going light it up. Champagne. I might I might find some fireworks. There's got to be some fireworks somewhere. Like I'm gonna light some fireworks <laughs> off in the neighborhood. <laughs> like it's got to be some somewhere. I don't know what. Like there's got to be a store with some leftover fireworks somewhere.
1: It's got. I'll Party do the City. show with my Ron Johnson card taped to my forehead. I I will have the the
0: champagne thing where you pop it and all the sparkles come out from a uh, Party City. Oh yeah, look at that. I'm live it up. I'm I might do the show shirtless if they win. I would do the show shirtless. Like just saying.
2: I'll
0: come on the podcast and openly admit to just making things up. Oh, oh wow. controversial! <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I feel like Krista Thompson's is looking like Fifty Cent now. Like, what did I do?
1: <laughs> she so like in some sense, okay. So it's not great what she admitted to, but in some sense, don't you feel a little bad that like she went on kind of, and that's like a joke, like fun podcast, right? Like, pardon my take, and she got kind of caught up and having too much fun, and then yeah. let it slip. That's exactly what I was
2: telling one of my girlfriends yesterday. I was like, she got way
1: too comfortable on that
3: podcast. Yeah, yeah just it was still just just a stupid thing to say. Even know, if and I've just, been a like I've been know. a
0: sideline reporter for K Fan like I think two or three times now. But I remember the Indiana game. I got the post game with PJ, but I didn't get the halftime with him, and so I just didn't say anything. Like I just was like, hey, coach ran in, he had to go, and so like coming out, I just gave my take. My thought was, blah, yeah, blah, blah, there's blah, blah, blah. And other that's what things she should to do. say. Yeah, she doesn't have to say the coach said that he needs to do this. Just say there are other things to gather as well. Yeah, just just say, just I, say, I didn't just the sideline to talk if you're to. you're
2: in for a game, then you should have other storylines line yeah. up. There's yeah, six guys on the field. There's got to right. be some kind of tie in to the like game. Like they that's gave just... up
0: 55 yards in the first half, and he's excited about that, you know, or I feel like they should be excited about that because they've given up, you know, 200 yards in the first half of the last three games. Like, yeah, you got to have something, you got to have some kind of stat to back it up. and yeah i think she got caught up in the whole bar stool thing it's just yeah you you just you try to be.
2: Time, she's somebody who's paid to talk for a living so you would think
0: her credibility is
3: out of the window bro like just it's like the power trip though like
0: people go on the power trip sometimes and they don't act like themselves like they want to play up to the, to the to the host and to the guests in the room so maybe you know but she's she doesn't a, she's do that anymore right she's journalist. a journalist she hosts, Sam. No, no, she no. I, the no, I'm Prime.
1: saying she doesn't do sideline anymore, right? No, she, she just hosts the Prime the
0: uh yeah. pre and post in the halftime show. So yep.
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. She hosts um that pre-pre game show on on
0: Fox on Sunday. I think she actually said too, like, that's why she got fired or something. Or I feel like
1: she had made a comment about that. No, she
2: like, said no, I, I've said this before and I
1: didn't get fired. So oh, wow. Well, you know what? You know what else is, and again, I don't have total sympathy for her, but the podcast did tweet out exactly that clip and say, "Carissa Thompson makes stuff up." Like they screwed right. her too oh. by bringing yeah, that but you go post- on
2: Barstool. That's what all their headlines yep. are.
1: Like. You're right. No, you're yeah. right. She knew what she was getting into, but apparently she said too it before and did not get in trouble at all because on no her one and Aaron
2: Andrews
0: podcast, yeah,
1: right. Because so they, they they're it, not going to no. tweet it out like the way Barstool did
0: it. Mm-hmm. Like Aaron Andrews probably didn't even think anything of it. She just kept talking through it, like, oh go, cool, girl. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Get them both Marstu, out of here. Barstool was like, uh, got her. <laughs> 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 We're going viral with this one. Boom. <laughs> yep. We got her.
3: <laughs> yeah, get them, get them both out of here. They can they can go. Oh somewhere.
0: man. And then now the comments are just bad. It's it's in every sideline reporter, everybody is like. You Know and it's like it's honestly, it's like 90 10 90% of the people are pissed, 10 percent of the people. Uh, and Michelle Tafoya, by the way, she is going hard in the paint, yeah. like she's going oh, yeah. way she's too hard, on this. To not be
2: on Thursday Night Football last
0: night, right? Like she's going way too hard. It's like, whoa, girl, okay, we get it, you hate her, but man, <laughs> she's over there in Edina. Like, oh, I'm gonna get her, oh, Ooh. <laughs> bring the cake, honey, bring me some more cake. <laughs> cake eaters for those i got remember. i got it ron
1: you didn't need to explain
2: <laughs> I, I didn't
0: i didn't know if julia knew with that that that's oh yeah the cake eaters yes yeah
2: that's
0: why it's the cake eater bowl for high school this weekend you got edina versus eden prairie in the state semifinals for football it's going to be khakis versus polos it's going to be a great one <laughs> you know the
2: edina time. parents section pla- passes around passes a flask whenever they score
1: oh wow Okay. All right, so that'll. So that's <laughs> going to be the, the cut now on social media. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna Julia Daniels
0: says all the Edina moms are
1: drunk, and that's the only way they can get through games.
2: <laughs> I'm not even kidding.
1: <laughs> at Edina Hornets Athletics.
2: I was behind them at a game one time, and they're like, Where? they scored a touchdown, and they're like, where's the flask? And they're like, pass it around the flask.
1: They're doing jello the, shots uh, in a high school a game. They
0: did it flask? right
2: in front of my camera. I'm sure I have it on film. Oh,
0: that's hilarious. It's a good luck flask. Hey. Do what you gotta do to win games. I get yeah. it. Uh, uh 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 Patrick Mahomes doesn't change his underwear, so I mean, hey, flash yeah, that or that was gross, bro. Like,
3: like
1: that's weird.
0: Come on, he's man. wearing the same underwear to every game, and he says on. he's on a heater, he doesn't wash them. Hey, okay, we get it. <laughs> we are oversharing now on the internet, and I think that's the problem. Very it? much so. Like people have gotten way too comfortable. Take me out of the group chat, I didn't even <laughs> ask to be in there. Well, the fact that Will Smith has popped up again, and now people are not, uh, yeah, Will Smith popped up again, and then yeah, it's and now Jada Pickett's like, how can I top this? Like, I can't let Will be embarrassed by somebody else other than me. Like, it's it's getting bad. It's it's getting bad. <laughs> Joe Smith's wife out here giving massages to Cam Cameron, <laughs> like, <dude. laughs> like what is going on in the world right now? This is a crazy world. Let's get back on sports. We went off the rails for a little bit there. Krista Thompson, thanks to Julia Daniels. Right. getting us off track. Um, <laughs> it was the uh, predictions. I think we were going to Sam with the Gophers game predictions,
1: yeah. I mean, I've said my piece on the Gophers. i'm I'm willing to stake, you know, singing a song on this show that they are are going to not win. Um, and I don't think they will win. And I I think the Gophers will be lucky based on so based on the FanDuel spread, FanDuel is predicting about a twenty or a thirty eight to ten game. I think the Gophers are lucky to score ten wow. in this one. I I have I've never been so confident in an outcome. So, wow. but you know what? It would be classic Gophers to win this game and just make the the losses to um, Illinois and Northwestern even worse. That's I'm the just, one reason why they would do it to I'm us. Just go and into win. my hood after that. Yeah. Conversation.
0: Ten points. I'm just getting my hood. Get my get my Jimmy Butler feelings. Turtles. Need, in a, his turtle I need to get yeah. a blowout. Get my hair done. Get a blowout. Get my nose pierced. And my tune into the
1: Gophers postcast. Ron Johnson. King Rob. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna paint my nails right. black. I, I'm gonna find a wig. If they do lose like that bad, I'm gonna come on emo. I gotta find a wig. Paint my nails black. I'm gonna start the get the show off emo.
1: Straight Jimmy Butler. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Ju- I think I think Julia got skipped in all that. Julia, Julia. what do you think?
0: Well, she said the uh, she's going to do the Carissa Thompson. Right.
1: <laughs> do you have any? Yeah. Any thoughts on the game? <laughs> though I didn't want to overlook that.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, it, Ron says five percent chance. I give him even less than that. I give him wow. a little bit of chance because it's college football, right? But I think it all depends on what Ohio State team shows up rather than uh, the Gophers. Darius Taylor is Still quite. like <laughs> Exactly. Run. Okay. Uh Darius Taylor's still questionable, so we'll see how the run game is. We'll see how also Tyler Newbin matches up with this receiving core, too. And this is also a secondary that Daniel Jackson, you know, it's the, the hardest secondary that he will face all season. So we'll see how solid he is and, and if Ethan can get things going. Um, but I don't give him a whole a whole lot of chance on this one. Um, I think as long as PJ's at the helm, it's it's just not gonna happen.
0: Well, wow. Mm. Et Etu mm. et who, mm. Not <laughs> you too. Time to move on to my favorite team right now. The Timberwolves. They're going to the Super Bowl. Reggie, what you got for (laughs) me?
3: I don't know, Ryan. Not going to the Super Bowl. You know it's funny? Um, I I said this on air the other night too, but the Wolves look like a team that was playing the second night of a Mm back-to-back. And I think it was going to be hard to win a game like that, especially with how emotionally taxing that game against Golden State was. I, I I love what we're seeing from Anthony Edwards this season as far as just him being aggressive and him being that alpha, but I really do want to see better efficiency from him from a shooting standpoint. Like His field goal percentage in these games are I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like Kobe esque after uh, after Shaq, like when he was when he was doing his own thing with like Lamar Odom and Powell Gasol and all that. Like he was putting up like twenty five to thirty a night, but he was doing it on like ten of twenty six shooting or something like that. So I'm I'm interested to see how Ant just kind of rounds his game out a little bit more. But what I think the the Timberwolves faithful should be very encouraged about. Back-to-back strong performances from Cat, being aggressive, doing some of the things that you expect to see from a big man, taking advantages, uh, taking advantage of some of the matchups that he has. Like you know, you're looking at the the him against Kaminga against the Warriors. We won't talk about that dunk that happened on him uh, against the Suns. That that just didn't happen. We're just gonna mend and black that one uh, from from everybody's minds, but. I think he was—he's been aggressive. The shots have been falling. Like it, it's like okay, cool. Like if you are going to just be content with being a seven-foot shooting guard, like let him go down. Like it, it, let him at least go down. We want to see the shots fall, and the shots have been falling, and and it looks good. And so if he can continue to find some consistency and can be a little bit more efficient. And the defense can can bounce back and, and look better than we saw the other night. Uh, giving up 133 points is never going to cut it. But I don't think they're going to do that again um, unless they're playing the, the second night of a back-to-back again. Maybe we mm-hmm. might see it. But um, I, if, if they can round into form with the defense and having a, a better output from Cat and Ant, I think this team could continue to be dangerous and maybe go to that Super Bowl run.
0: <laughs> Julia, what you got?
2: I think you hit everything the nail right on the head, Reggie. But I, I think when it comes to Ant kind of taking this new role, and and obviously he's a confident guy, but we see him be even more confident this season for sure. Um, he's got to take a, a page out of Cat's book in back to backs because I think that's where he struggles a lot too. Is is just those back to back games? You kind of see Ant take a decline in, in that in that second one. But um, if we're talking about the most impressive part, I mean, yeah, the defense wasn't there. For that game, but the defense this season in general has been, you know, obviously impressive, top of the league type of stuff. But I also will say, just having listened to the sound from the team after that loss, um, I'm impressed by how different their reactions are compared to last year when they would lose. Um, It's not so like, mopey and and down on themselves it's more of like this is what we did wrong uh we know we can do better and we will do better and there's a lot more confidence in their game despite having just lost the way that they did so um that's what's i think been most impressive to me this season is just how this team responds to um the different adversity that comes with just being an nba team and being in this league
1: sam this surge by cat is really encouraging the last two weeks of cat have been peak cat, where some he does the ball gets a little uh, you know, it stops sometimes when it gets to cat. He's maybe not the best ball movement guy, but if he's gonna attack the way he's been, then I'm all for it. If he can ISO and dominate defenders like he's been, getting to the rim then he can do whatever he wants. He has been outstanding, and I think the Wolves' best player, honestly, over those five games. I think Ant has had ups and downs and very high ups, and and like Reggie said, some inefficient moments. But Cat doing what he's doing, that gives the Wolves a a serious, credible offensive threat at every moment of the game. And when you've got those two on the floor together, pick your poison. Who are you going to defend? Who are you going to focus on if you're the defense? Uh, This has been a really good stretch for Cat, and even in that clunker of a Phoenix game, Cat was by far the best Timberwolf on the floor. I'm not getting too worked up over that loss. The Wolves emptied the clip in the first 10 games. They had high-stress games against the league's elite teams, and more often than not, came out on top, so they were due for a letdown. Phoenix shot the lights out 60%. That's going to happen sometimes. Now you get the Pelicans, you get Zion, and then... Coming up before this in-season tournament, uh, you know, in early December, a fairly forgiving stretch of games. So I think the Wolves can can really get a nice cushion here above 500 in their first 20. And then they'll have playoff position uh, right in front of them for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be quick with mine. defense. I think Julia said it. Defense. Like when you watch and again, 60 percent, that's nuts. Uh, but even watching, when you see early on in the first quarter, I don't know if you guys remember this, Devin Booker gets the pick. Uh, Rudy Gobert doesn't extend to make Devin Booker have to take additional dribbles. He step, he like stands at the free throw line almost, and Devin Booker gets a wide open three-pointer. That started the whole like, you know what, let's just run pick and roll because Rudy Gobert is scared of Devin Booker. And, that, and I think the Timberwolves screwed up in that moment by not figuring out that maybe Nasri, Jaden McDaniels, Carl Anthony Towns need to be on the court for some of these defensive stretches and not Rudy Gobert. Because Rudy Gobert, if he's not giving you a ton offensively and he's not really going to do anything defensively and, they, and they're and they trying to get his guy to switch, then you need to bring two guys in that can play and track uh, Devin Booker off the pick. Now, Kevin, Garn- Kevin Garnett, Kevin Durant, good luck. Like, he was on fire Every time he got Jaden Daniels in the post, Jaden McDaniels, like it's, it's a seven footer playing guard, basically. I mean, with his wingspan is his ability to get to his spot and pull up and shoot the jumper. Good luck. But can they shoot 60% every night? Heck no. So I, I think this is just one of those, like, like Reggie said, the back to back. I said, this was going to be a loss anyway, if Devin Booker plays, because I wasn't sure what the load manager was going to look like for the Suns. But if everybody plays for the Suns and they're healthy, the Timberwolves are tired, like, I give them that one. Knicks, we said Knicks and I uh, think 76ers, or I uh, think, yeah, that's what they have. I think we said that one, were, there were two other losses, and then they should be able to get back on the win track. I look at it, the 10 games. They can go seven and three in these 10. Hey, I'll take it. We're still going to the Super Bowl, seven and three. Book it. I think it could happen. We'll see, because they got that night. That 10th game is that uh is the whatchamacallit game Sam brought up, the uh, the other play-in. Yeah, or, the quarter uh, Yeah, Yeah. So I think they should win that one. So seven and three. I think these East, and if they beat the Knicks, all of a sudden they were like, "Hey, look, they're better. They, they're okay. They got a little rest." But Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, you're not going to see that every week. Like it's that—that's nuts. Like that—that's what the Suns were hoping for every game last year. Um, and maybe getting rid of Chris Paul, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're trying to figure that out. Like who's our facilitator? Who's going to bring the ball up? Devin, can you bring the ball up? Suns, we might we might don't count them out. They started their first ten have been great. But if they get going, man, now it's time for the bonus question. We got Julia Daniels. Take it away.
2: All right. What other games are we locked in on this weekend besides what's going on with our Minnesota sports teams? I think you guys could probably guess what mine's going to be. Even though Alabama's playing Chattanooga, (laughs) I'm going to be still watching because I want to see – how my team does i also want to see uh them blow chattanooga out of the water so that our starters can be rested for the iron bowl next week mm. uh so i'm watching to scout for the next weekend when i really will start to worry because we have iron bowl and then we have sec Championship. What,
1: what do you think about Milrow? do you like Milrow?
2: um he has taken days off of my life
1: ah okay
2: <laughs> um but i i yeah i like him now <laughs> i i did good last know. week Uh, He's been good the past, what, two or three weeks, but we'll see if if he can stay consistent with that because we've just started to see him really shine. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he's exciting to watch right now. I hope that he's exciting to watch next week and the week after that as well.
1: Fair enough. Sam? Yeah, um, I think this is kind of a week, uh, week, if you will, in the NFL, a week, week, (laughs) until... Weak, weak. Monday night, exactly. The, mon- the Monday night game is for all the Tostitos. You got the Eagles, Chiefs, Super Bowl rematch, eight and one versus seven and two. You can watch Joe Buck. You can watch the Manning cast. You got to watch it. I mean that that's the real spectacle, and this is why the Vikings didn't get flexed out of Sunday night. It's because there's no good games. Like the next best game is Steelers Browns. With a backup quarterback for the Browns and the Steelers, who are just the most boring team to watch. It's not a great week, but Monday night's gonna redeem it. So I'm not it's not on the weekend, but I'm locked in on uh Eagles Chiefs Monday night. And uh the game that everybody should be watching tonight, Gophers hockey against Notre Dame. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. Gophers hockey versus Notre Dame, Fox Nine, myself, Pat McAletti. Watch that.
0: Mm, Pat McAletty. Okay, Sam. Okay. Reggie. I mean.
3: Is it is it any more obvious after seeing a 20-point lead evaporate into thin air last night? It is a Mazoo weekend. The basketball team got it started off right. So sorry to Ben Johnson. I love you, Ben. Maybe next one. Maybe the next one. But look, man, that was an incredible win from the Tigers last night at the barn. Crazy atmosphere. Um, cool, cool environment to, to see a Mizzou I haven't seen a Mizzou basketball game since I left Mizzou. So that was fun to see that there. I saw my, my old sports director at, at my, uh, college, uh, TV station. Nice. And so that was cool. Um, but I am looking forward to it. So this could be a trap type situation. My Mizzou tigers look, they play Florida. Florida, they should beat them because they they just came off of that big win against Tennessee last week. But Mizzou is always gonna Mizzou, so I'm looking forward to that game taking some years off of my life as well. So we'll see how they do against those Gators.
0: Do 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 go Gators. Um, no, I'm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't like that. Don't I'm like just that saying
0: ricky parasol i don't know if he saw that one-hander that boy is nice he's a he's a future patriot if i ever see one oh uh, look
3: now luther burden that's all i gotta say luther burden
0: but i know i know graham mertz former uh badger quarterback uh he's not a badger anymore so i can i can watch that one too because i am going to tune into that just because uh ricky parasol he could be a former he could be a, the next viking uh adam thielen as well um He's a really good receiver out of Florida. Makes some ridiculous catches. Really athletic kid. Uh, Everybody's saying he's a Patriot receiver. I think Kevin O'Connell could use him in his arsenal if he's going to lose KJ Osborne. But that's a totally different question. Thayer Thomas,
1: Ron. Thayer Thomas is coming (laughs) through the practice squad.
0: Hey, he might. He might. Joker Phillips. You know, his coach uh, talked highly of him and and what he could do. So we'll see. Uh, But I'm looking forward to that Florida one as well, Reggie. I'm not gonna lie. Like I I love. I, I grew up Florida Gator fan. Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, you look at all those receivers from way back when Ike Hilliard, uh, Redale Anthony. So I'm always in for Florida football. Uh, Trevor ETN, by the way, a running back to guys to keep an eye on as well for Florida. So the good thing about Florida versus Missouri is Florida's or Florida's quarterback is not great. So Graham Mertz is not great, Reggie. So Missouri should be fine. Um, that's why he left Wisconsin. Cause if you can't throw the ball at Wisconsin, that runs the ball a hundred times a game, you can't throw the ball anywhere. But I don't know. He's getting it done a little bit in Florida. Uh 18 touchdowns, two interceptions. So should be a good one. Uh, I was gonna you guys all took the one I was gonna say. I was I was going Eagles Chiefs as well. I was going Florida because I love Florida football, period, and just their their athleticism on the offensive side of the ball. The defense is eh. um, so I was those are the two games I was gonna say. So I'm I'm not gonna add anything to it. I don't think other than that, I think I'm gonna watch Michigan, Maryland, just because I want to see this unhardball coach team. Like they have to make a mark on Maryland to show in Talia Tagovailoa, uh, he's had some early starts that if he starts off great, they have a chance to upset Michigan. So that's the one that I think a lot of people are going to keep their eye on because if it's close and there's an upset alert, the entire world is going to want to see Michigan lose. This is a – this is if Maryland ever wanted to get up on merch, they should sell We Want to Beat Michigan t-shirts because I think the world would buy them. Uh, this is a great week for Maryland football, Stefan Diggs, uh, EJ Henderson. I don't know who else can come out the tunnel and help him, but everybody needs to rally behind him. Uh, but that's another one. Michigan, Maryland. It's on. Uh, it's on prime time. So we're or sorry, early game day, twelve p.m. prime time. But everybody's gonna be watching just to see what this hardballless team does. As Reggie said, he got a slap on the wrist. Um, he'll be able to coach in the national championship and the Big Ten championship if they make it. So I don't. Did, did they really do anything to him? No. Um, but again, I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Mechman. That's Julia Daniels. We want you to know this is the Locked On, uh, Locked on Sports Minnesota Podcast Network. Uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us and have a great weekend.
2: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.